Hi, welcome to episode 56 of Talk About the Passion. I'm your host, Christian Campagna, and my guest today is Nate Newton. This is the second time Nate has been on this podcast. The first time was episode 20 back in 2018. Right now, it is the beginning of April 2020, and if you're listening to this in April of 2020, things in the world are pretty unsettling right now, to say the least. So, of course, it was nice to get away from that for an hour, even if a good amount of this was talking about how this pandemic is affecting uh, working musicians, creative people, people in all aspects of the music business, and uh, also just having time at home to absorb music like we did when we first all started buying records. Nate plays music in a few different bands, most notably Converge, Old Man Gloom, and Doom Riders. We talk a bit about the new Old Man Gloom record, which rules, by the way, uh, and we uh, Nate gets into what it was like stepping into his late friend Caleb Schofield's shoes to play bass and do some singing for Caven, and the amazing response the community made to that tragedy. This whole episode has some pretty heavy undertones, but it's also pretty lighthearted and easy to listen to, which was my goal in doing some new episodes while we're all under this black cloud of uncertainty. I hope I can take myself, my guest, and the listener somewhere else for an hour. I wanted to make this intro short so you can listen to this instead of me rambling. But if you or someone you know would like to be on an episode of this podcast, especially now where you're home with some free time, send me a message and we can set something up. Anyway, here we go with episode 56. Thanks for listening. Welcome uh, to the podcast again, Nate Newton. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, yeah, stoked, of course. Stoked to be here. Yeah, yeah. I saw barn. you at a post. <laughs> I know. And, uh, I saw you posted the other night, you know, reaching out to podcast people to, uh, you know, talk. So I thought we could do this again. And uh, I thought it was a great idea. I think uh, yeah, I, people are I appreciate it, house. man. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm so bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my first question. So what have you been doing to uh, stay busy? Well, um, I have a seven-year-old, yeah. so I've been trying to home homeschool, and yeah. uh, that's not easy. Yeah, yeah. Teachers, man. <laughs> they're, they're valuable people. Oh, definitely. They're invaluable. Yeah, oh, of course. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, the way yeah. They're, they're treated here is, uh, is pretty crazy. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. Yeah, and I, I think that a lot of people are gonna walk away from this whole situation with a very newfound appreciation for for teachers. Yeah, after yeah, this. yeah, and and just you know people in the service industry. I went to the uh, supermarket tonight on the way home from work, and the woman behind uh, the, the, it's a place I go to regularly, and I said, you know, if anyone gives you guys any shit, you have the the complete right to tell them to to piss off. She's like, oh, I wish I could. I said, no, you can. <laughs> you yeah. Know, like, this is not the, the time for people to uh, shit, be shitting on people like that that are on the front line. You know, yeah, for real. Like, the, strangers the, all like legitimately on the front line. Like, yeah, yeah. people working in grocery stores, nurses, like yeah. that. It's, my wife is a nurse, and it's, yeah. it's terrifying. Yeah, man. yeah. Uh, how how do you find it? Uh, you know, explaining this to a child is is it hard to uh, 
convey what you know what's what's going on in the world? Um, kind of. I mean, like, I think the the severity of it is kind of difficult to to convey, but um, right. you know, she understands there's this virus, and right. you know, we have to, we have to stay away from people, and that's why we're not going to school right now, and. Right. You know, like, I know you want to go see your friends or go over and talk to our neighbors, but you can't, you know, you have to, you have to stay, you know, six feet or however tall dad is away right. from, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, now we have all these technologies, too, that let, uh, you know, a lot of people have been doing these group meetings online. And, so, yeah, you know, that's kind of cool for, especially for kids that, you know, are stuck in their house that can talk to their relatives or friends i have a a lot of friends who have been doing that with their kids so yeah it's been great she's been having like virtual play dates and stuff and uh you know like as awful of of a corporation as uh facebook is they have facebook kids messenger oh yeah and it's like it's pretty rad it's like a better version of facetime and it has games that the kids can play against each other and stuff so that you know she's been having fun with her friends yeah that's cool. And, yeah. you know, kids spend a lot of time online anyway nowadays. So, it's, uh... Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of a new thing. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it, it wasn't a thing that we embraced before. And right. now it's, like, well, what else are we going to do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you must, uh, you, you must be checking on a lot of good new music, too, having all this uh, you know, free time to... I mean, you're a, you're a big music fan anyway, so... But have you been... Uh, what are you What have you been listening to lately? Oh man, you put me on the spot. <laughs> uh, a lot of us have been going back and like, I think I'm going to re-explore so and so's catalog and doing. Even my dad messaged me today. He's like, "Yeah, I've been doing genre listens." He's like, "I listened to bluegrass for all day yesterday," and so it's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I was like, I'm going to deep dive back into the Rolling Stones. I'm going to deep dive back into you know Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Kind partly, I was like. I want to learn how to play some of these songs and, you know, like experiment with some of the weird tunings that, that, uh, Keith Richards like to use and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, every Friday is new release day. And so I just, you know, I'm cheesy, man. I have Apple music and then every, every Friday I just literally go new releases, yeah. browse by genre and I'll just go through and grab like, you know, as many records as, you know, that look, uh, somewhat interesting to me and just give them a listen yeah, yeah. um and right now i'm completely fucking brain farting yeah like <laughs> everything's on my phone so and i'm holding my phone up <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um um so uh, one thing that we, we were talking about online recently is you know so this is obviously affecting tons of artists um touring bands people that work at venues and uh so what have you been hearing from other friends and you, you know, to to sort of make up for not even money, but just like the, you know, time of, you know, experience and, and that kind of thing to to, to sort of it, keep, keep the train rolling and, and that kind of thing? Everybody's trying to be productive yeah. in any way that they can, whether that is, you know, home recording or or just, you know, making demos to play to play for the other guys in, in their respective bands and stuff. Um, I mean, that, that seems like the biggest thing is everybody's trying to just 
come up with new material. Yeah. It seems like, mm-hmm. um, as far as like bringing money in, uh, who yeah. knows, dude, like, it seems like the whole world's in that boat right yeah. now. So yeah. who, like, I, I don't even know what to, what to say about that. Yeah. You know, like I, I've, I'm looking at losing most of the year's income already. Yeah. I mean, everybody is though. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. You know, there's no reason to complain about it. It's everybody's in the same shitty boat, so yeah. let's just hope it doesn't sink. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of bands have been put out, like Torch put out that uh, I think a BBC sessions thing recently, and uh, or, or a, li- a, li- a little live EP that they put out. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Actually, Converge, of... we we released like a a weird um, version of one of uh, one of our songs. Oh, nice. Uh, that Kurt like did some shit with i don't even know what he did yeah. with it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i haven't even listened to it to be honest yeah <laughs> um and that and i think that's awesome because i think you know like right now is a, a one of the best times in in my lifetime to be a fan of music just like with the accessibility of artists um you know when i was a kid i couldn't imagine like tweeting out to you know robert smith or something you know yeah but uh I, I think it's pretty cool, you know, and like with something as, you know, kind of silly and mundane as, as Instagram, like everybody's trapped inside. So people that, you know, like musicians that I've always ad- admired are just like, well, I'm just going to go on Instagram live right yeah, now and just yeah. play some shit, yeah. you know, and maybe it's cool. Maybe it's stupid. I, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. like, yeah. It, it, there, there's the people that, you know, it's it's like they look at it like the Wizard of Oz and you don't want to see behind the curtain. Right. Like, I'm the opposite of that. Like, yeah. I, I I love seeing people's process and I love, like, seeing, you know, the human side. Oh, yeah, definitely. Aside from, like, the, you know, the, the big fucking huge artist that, you know, you only see the, the curated image. Like, right, I, right. Yeah. I, I like seeing their humanity, and yeah. so it's kind, of, it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, yeah definitely, and I, and I and I think it's cool that uh, you know people are supporting artists monetarily right now, and I know that there's also a pushback against that. You know, some people are like you know bands are asking people for money. You know, not everyone has money right now, but I, I think with that, and I think we we had talked about this online at one point with. You know, if someone has money and they want to spend money and support an artist, then that's cool. You know, and yeah, like think, why? Why do you fucking care how somebody yeah, else spends yeah, their money? Like yeah. you don't have to give yeah. someone your money if you don't want to. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think in that same conversation, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, I something like to the effect of, uh, how's it any different than? buying a gift certificate from a restaurant right, like yeah. you're, you're just the, there are these people who do a thing that you like and yeah. if you're in a position to to help them then cool help yeah. them but yeah. you certainly don't have to yeah. I, I don't see how that's yeah or care that someone else does it you know yeah and i mean i i can't speak for anybody else but personally like when things are really fucking dark like yeah. like they are right now like i I need music, you know, I need art. I need things to kind of pull me through it. And so I'm constantly looking for that. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's weird, you know, like 
with uh, old man gloom is a perfect example of this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we, you, I'm, you may or may not be aware. Like we, we recorded two albums and yeah. 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 I was going to ask you about that. The new, the new record. Well, yeah. We, I mean, we, we can go there right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. But, um, we, we released one, a secret one right. earlier, like much earlier than we had planned on releasing because we, you know, we were just like, look, like none of us are fucking epidemiologists. Like none of us can can stop any of this awful shit that's happening in the world. Yeah. None of us can fucking, you know, save people from financial financial ruin. Yeah. But we can at least like put something out there to help people be hopeful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I just people shitting on that like i i don't understand it yeah yeah it makes uh, makes no sense everybody's got to have something to shit on i guess yeah yeah i know so so you guys recorded two records we did yeah, yeah. um i i don't think we set out to record two records right we never really set out with any specific plan in mind like when we uh when we get together it's just all right i've got a bunch of ideas yeah so do you let's just let's record everything and see what happens. And then, um, it kind of all becomes evident what things are going to be as the process goes on. And so we're a bunch of idiots and we (laughs) love fucking with people. And like the, the last two albums we released in 2015 or 2014 or whatever. Um, you know, we pulled a big stupid fast one on that one that kind of, backfired on us but we thought it was hilarious <laughs> that was the uh what the was the leap of god yeah um so we released two records on the same day yeah both called the ape of god yeah um with nearly identical artwork <laughs> but we had sent out to like for review mm-hmm. you know like two months before or something we sent out a third version that was it was like an amalgamation of parts of both records, right. but not. It, it's basically a third record. Yeah. And so then we we made an announcement that hey, if you downloaded the leaked version of this, you don't even have the record. <laughs> <laughs> that was some bullshit. That's awesome. And and there's two records, and um, all the people who uh, who like you know, reviewed it, yeah. were really upset. Really? Oh, man. I, I couldn't believe it. I honestly, like, there were people that were really, really upset. Huh. Like, we besmirched their, <laughs> you know, their fucking calling in life or something. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. So, <laughs> that's the backstory. Yeah. So then, uh, we recorded all this music this time and we were like, well, what the fuck are we going to do with all this? this is too much for one record. Right. Obviously it's two records. Yeah. We've got two records. Well, we have to fuck with people. How are we going to do that? Right. So we came up with this big, long, elaborate plan mm-hmm. that was really stupid. <laughs> and, uh, then all this shit happened in the world and we were like, well, fuck it. You know, let's, let's just, let's just, put it out there right now yeah. so everybody can listen to it because right. you know the, the subject matter on the record is pretty pretty heavy pretty yeah. dark yeah. most of 
pertaining to or directly related to uh to Caleb's passing yeah and um you know there, there's a lot of uh it's got this weird dark and sad vibe to it but at the same time like this hopeful vibe yeah yeah and there's some you great know melody on that it's uh i listened to it a, a bunch over the weekend and oh thanks a lot man yeah, yeah. and then i saw you would uh <clears throat> release the lyrics tonight and uh yeah like that that song in your name uh, that stood out is some some pretty heavy stuff so it's uh, yeah it's definitely yeah it's good stuff it, to read right now it's uh yeah it can be hard to revisit sometimes yeah, yeah. but but, um, yeah, you know, we were all just like, well, you know, we feel really good about these songs and they kind of gave us strength throughout, you know, throughout the process and just dealing with, with, you know, losing our friend. And so we were like, maybe they'll bring some other people some, some joy. Yeah. So uh, definitely. that's, that's why we decided to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, I saw when, when you you were someone that initially posted links to it. You know, there was a lot of people that were like, thanks, I really needed this, you know, because it was sort of right at the height of when we all found out, like, this is serious. We, we, people have to stay home, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so it was, it was, you know, the timing was, was, was great for that. So. Yeah. I mean, it felt good to be able to do something that, that, you know, gave some people a little bit of relief. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm happy about that. Yeah. And that, and that band for you, and I imagine everyone in the band, must be great to, just because there's no real rule, so you don't have to, you know, you kind of do what you want, so you, with musically, so you're not sort of pigeonholed, you know, this song I'm writing is going to be a Doom Riders song, or this song is going to be a Converge song. Yeah, this is totally. sort of uh, get together with your friends and, and create some, some art. And, uh, pretty much it, it's always just yeah it's pretty much just always been well let's just get in a room and see what happens yeah and um so far it's been great i mean you know those guys are all so creative yeah. and talented that you know when when you just get in a room together something interesting is going to happen yeah you know or later and yeah. i mean but ultimately that that band is 100% about making each other laugh. Yeah, yeah. It, which, you know, it, it it sounds like the like the output is this serious, heavy, angry thing and right. like almost all of it is a joke. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I mean, obviously the the subject matter on the on this most recent right. record is obviously not a joke. Yeah, of course. But it's I mean, yeah. yeah. Like the song uh Sorry, I'm talking your ear off right no, now. No, 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 that's fine. I guess that's what a podcast. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> like on the new record, there's a song called um, "Canto de Santos." Yeah, and um, that yeah, that one's a joke because yeah. Santos is afraid of aliens. So uh, I was like, "Well, I'm going to write a song about aliens just for you." <laughs> that's awesome. So yeah, <laughs> um, and then as far as. Um, you know, when we were talking about, you know, people spending money to support artists and that kind of thing, you know, you, you probably saw with, the, with you know, all the benefits for Cave and just how this community of people reacts to, to stuff like that, 
you know, when uh, oh, man, people are it it's it's that was like an overwhelming and you know my eyes were wet every <laughs> anytime I read oh, you know new dude. stuff about how you know just me too love people put out for you know a guy they didn't know you know like fans of the yeah. music and it you know. it was shocking yeah. it, uh, honestly like it was beautiful and just amazing yeah you know I I couldn't believe it you know I still get like emotional about it when I start talking about it because yeah, it's, yeah. it was just I don't think any of us expected the response that all of this stuff got yeah. you know like the just the benefit shows the, like the amount of money that they brought in and like yeah. people you know like we were doing all these raffles just thinking okay you know maybe people will do this and it was People didn't even care if they won. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Just they like, just wanted to throw money at it. And, yeah, yeah, they were just here's a hundred dollars. Yeah, like, what? Like that's <laughs> incredible. Yeah. You know, like, and it it's it again. You know, like I was saying about releasing this record, it was like I I don't really know what else any of us could do right. to to help Caleb's family. Right. But that was a thing that we could do, yeah, and yeah. you know, it, it it's it's funny when you spend your whole life kind of going down this road, playing this music that you know your entire life has been kind of labeled as a waste of time, right, right? And here you are, you've done something that actually helped people, and yeah, you're yeah. like, okay, yeah. that was validating. That yeah. was like. All of this was was for something, yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah, it was it was a good thing, and it was just I don't know, so beautiful. Yeah, the way it was. people, the way that people came out and supported, and still do. You yeah. know, it, yeah. it's I feel like the community of fans has changed in in a lot of ways. I think I think you know it's brought all of us and our bands closer to the fans and the, like, I don't know. I guess it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier, just about stupid shit on Instagram. Like right. it makes you feel like these people are part of your life yeah. rather than like some guy that, you know, that you rather than like a hero worship thing, which yeah. is silly to begin with, but yeah. it, it's like all of a sudden as a fan, you've helped this person who you've admired and you know, you feel like you've shared something personal with them. And I think that's, I think that's pretty beautiful. Yeah. 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 I, th I think people appreciate that and they, they just, you know, it's uh, definitely beautiful. You, you can tell I've been talking primarily to a seven year old. <laughs> I'm just like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that's cool, man. Um, what was it? Uh, so, Playing those Caven songs for you, what what was that like? Stepping into that role. Oh man, stepping into it was it was heavy. Yeah. I mean, it like learning the material and stuff. It came pretty easily because you know I played with Caleb for twenty years in Old Man Gloom, and yeah. like he uh, he was a pretty big influence on the way I played. Yeah. You know, and so I just kind of it wasn't difficult for me to, to figure a lot of that, a lot of his stuff out because, you know, I just kind of knew his, 
like his vibe. Yeah, his, yeah, his approach. Yeah. yeah. So that wasn't super difficult. What was difficult difficult for me was like it none of it really hit me until I walked out on stage the first time. Yeah. And you know, I was okay just playing, but then when I had to sing his lyrics, yeah. and like I got on the mic right. and like you know how like it, it's the same kind of feeling like you know when you don't talk about something and then you finally say it out loud yeah and it, it hits you and you're like oh fuck like yeah. i wasn't expecting to feel like this <laughs> yeah it was a, the same kind of deal like the whole night i was like you know i, I was especially the first night the the boston show like yeah. i was super focused because you know like there were so many bands playing and I was playing multiple sets and like, you know, we had to keep the show moving and everything. And so I was just like all business. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I got out on stage and it got to the first song that I was supposed to sing, Mm -hmm. like I hit the mic and I just looked out and I saw all these people sing, sing at me. And that I was like, I don't know how I'm going to be here. I, like, yeah. I don't think I can get through this. <laughs> right. Like, this is fucking brutal. Yeah. And what, uh, song, what song was that? Uh, the first one that I sang on was Off to Ruin. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was just, it was tough, man. Yeah. It, literally, I was like, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, we, we got through it. Yeah. yeah. And to yeah. have that experience, like, in front of all these people that are there because of their love for... Caleb and that music and you guys you must have been pretty awesome as well as not just oh man it was incredible you know it it was it was a tough night you know and it really didn't hit me like until like I said until I was on stage with Caven and then then it really hit me after the show you know after it was over it was like you know I didn't have to focus on anything and then it was like okay now you have to actually think about what's happening yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and it just yeah it was tough and yeah, yeah. really tough but you know again it was it was beautiful yeah and it was it was amazing to me to see how affected like like you said the people who didn't even know caleb on a personal level like how affected they were by yeah. the whole situation and right. it was you know it was pretty wild. Yeah, it's it's uh, crazy how music can you know bring just people together like that, and especially like our type of music, because you know, like someone from the outside that would hear you know converge or something might not think that there's this you know love involved. It's all just you know people screaming about whatever. Um, but it's a pretty personal and like close knit community. So um, yeah. Yeah. Very much so. And, you know, especially like people in this world who are like, you know, in our 40s and 50s and beyond now, like when all of us started, you know, getting involved in all this, like it was, it, or at least where I grew up, it was a much smaller scene. Yeah. And, you know, like the, the years that I kind of cut my teeth in all this, it, it was just, you know, there wasn't much difference be- between the audience and the and the bands. You know, half yeah. the time, the, the audience were the other bands playing the show. You know. Yeah, exactly. So, like, the the attitude 
like I just never I've never gotten that that attitude that like you know I guess quote unquote normal music fans have right where you know someone's up on a pedestal or, or, or yeah like no oh, man he's that dude is going to be standing right over there watching the next band after yeah. this yeah. you know like so that's something that I really value yeah. about this community yeah because yeah. I, I think also like between the bands the fans everyone sort of built this thing it's not like everyone sort of has like a, a role yeah and and you know we've all the people that have you know been here all along and um whatever they learned in the music scene or or this you know just this i don't want to just say the hardcore scene because i think that's a generic but you know art this underground heavy music scene um, yeah people take that into the real world now too and, and you know you hear people you know where something influences what they do in their you know finance job that they learned from booking shows in the 90s and it's it's uh it's pretty cool oh. when you hear stories like that it's all yeah totally man. it's it's pretty cool like it it sounds silly but like how far things that you learn in this world like how, how far they can take you if you apply them to yeah. other things in life and yeah. it, you know just the 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 it, it, I don't know. It, it it sounds so fucking cheesy talking about this kind of shit, but it, yeah. you know, it's it's like that that DIY attitude. It's yeah, like, yeah. like why why can't we do that? Yeah, you know, people people that didn't come up in this are are like, what do you mean? Why can't you? You know, like anything. Right. You know, like in my town, we uh, myself and and some of my friends, you know, we we've been working on building a concrete skate park here and, yeah. and like we're, we're almost finished with it now. Although who knows when we're going to be able to finish right. it at this point. Yeah. But, um, like, you know, when I went to people in the town, I was, you know, they were like, well, building a skate park is going to cost, you know, millions of dollars. And, you know, we, how are we going to get people to come in and do it? And they're like, no, we can do it. Right. We, we, we all skate. We know how to make stuff. Yeah. You know, some of these guys have built skate parks for a living. Like, yeah. we'll just do it. Yeah. And th they just couldn't wrap their minds right. around how yeah. these guys that skate, that live in town, are just like, just tell us, look, here's a spot. Just say yes. We right. got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? And, yeah. But that's, that completely comes from that punk DIY ethos that, yeah. you know, yeah. kind of all grew up with. Yeah. It's got to be hard too for like a you know a town meeting to take so, you know take someone seriously that they are just like oh this is just a couple musicians like what are they gonna but yeah. when you can actually you know make something happen it's it's pretty cool and it's that same kind of thing we were talking about with people coming together to give money to someone or, or any kind of charity where uh, you know a lot of that comes from that same place I think yeah you know like. I think I think the world really uh, does everything it can to turn people into pessimists. Yeah, yeah. And so when an optimist has the floor, yeah, it's sometimes difficult to listen to them. Right. You know, because yeah. you know you, you've seen so many. Everyone has seen so many things just go south. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. So it's like, 
you know, when, when you're like, no, fuck that. We're going to do it. We yeah. can do this. You know, it, it's, it takes some convincing sometimes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but you can, you can fucking do it. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's great. Um, and then, and then sort of with, with this thing happening and we're, you know, we're talking about being stuck in the house. I think this is also bringing back the era of, uh, you know, when you would come home with a new record and sit there and listen to it. Cause you know, I think just the way people listen to music now is like if a new record comes out for me, a lot of times I'll listen to it at work and, uh, I'm not paying attention to it, but when I have it on, yeah, you're not fully absorbed. Yeah. 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 Um, so it's kind of bringing that back. And, and I, I sort of got that back in my life a couple of years ago when I started buying records again and Same. experiencing that again. It was like, cause I sold all my stuff off and then now I'm rebuying it all back. And Dude, I did, I did the same thing, man. Yeah. I, uh, I sold my entire record collection yeah. in one fell swoop. Yeah. Um, it's like as a, as a, you know, as a lot to, yeah. uh, to Armageddon shop, oh, like, nice. You know, well over a decade ago. Yeah. Uh, just to, uh, and I used the money to put towards a down payment on, on our house. Right. And, you know, I mean, it was amazing. I'm glad that I did it. Yeah. And it was funny because I'd moved with, you know, these thousands of records yeah. three or four times. Yeah. And, it, you know, it got to a point where I was like, I don't even, I don't even have my fucking record player set up. Why do I have these? Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I got rid of them. And then, you know, we, we got into this house and then I don't know, probably the same thing happened to you. I, I yeah. don't even know how it happened. You just catch yeah. the bug. And yeah, you're yeah. like, man, I fucking miss just the ritual of, yeah, of yeah. Sitting there with the putting record the record on and, and sitting there. And, yeah. Yeah. And then like you forget how much you, how relaxing it is and how yeah. much you love just sitting down and yeah. focusing on that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'll put the phone in the other room that I, you know, cause I don't need to, you know, I get 37 minutes. I can not look at my phone for 37 minutes. It takes yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it, I mean, it's, it was, it, I forgot how much I missed it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It, it, it also, you know, reignited my shitty hoarder tendencies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same here. I'm like, now but, I'm um, buying like four copies of, you know, of Lewis, the cult album. And I'm like, eh, do I really need to do this? Yeah, I, I had like a really, I had a rule that I was like making myself stick to for years. Yeah. Um, where I was like, okay, I'm going to buy records again, but I'm only buying records at thrift stores and flea markets. Yeah. And I did that for years. Yeah. Then it was just like, man, I'm fucking sick of trying to find a copy of Bitches Brew at a thrift right. store. Yeah. And look for all the Barbra <laughs> Streisand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then that just... Open, open the floodgates. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I, th I think the, the the reason I got back is I was doing the same thing. I was moving, you know, hundreds of books and records back and forth to places, and then a lot of times I would have them in storage space for a year, and then finally I just sold stuff off. And now that I'm in a place where I'm pretty sure I'm going to be here for a while, I was like, all right, let's start buying records again. And um. Yeah, it's I, I love it. But I, I had a rule too where I was like, you know what, let's not buy unless it's like a dollar, let's not buy albums from bands that you love that you don't really know. Like do I need like the seventh bad company album? Not really. Yeah. You know, like the first three'll do for or like you know. Yeah. So there's a lot of that stuff where 
I just need to not buy stuff. And now I'm also doing that thing where I buy records <laughs> that I already have. I've done that a couple of times. So. Oh yeah, I've done that too. But I like some. Sometimes I do it like, you know, with like the thrifting and flea market stuff, where it's like there's a few records that every time I see them, yeah, if they're like under, you know, four dollars, yeah, like I'm just gonna buy that because yeah. I know I have a friend that doesn't have that and they need yeah. it. I do that you know, with like, CDs a lot. If I see like uh, Shutter to Think Pony Express record CD, you never oh, see yeah. that. If I see that, I'll buy one. I probably have four of them. Same yeah. thing. If I, you know, at some point I'm like, oh, I'm going to give this to someone. So, I like for me, it's stuff like Roberta Flack records. Oh, yeah. And, or like the first two B 52s records. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Whenever I find those in the wild for yeah. cheap, I'm like, I'm buying this. Yeah. And, you know, I've always got a friend. I'm like, do you have this? Yep. Do you have you know, the second Roberta Flack record? And they're like, no. And like, <laughs> take this. Yeah. Take it fucking home and listen to it. Because, yeah. you know, and every time they're like, holy shit, that record's amazing. Like, yeah. I fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've scored some pretty crazy stuff, too. You post pictures every once in a while of stuff you find at Savers. And I'm like, how the hell does he find this stuff? I'm always just like, oh, there's another... Nah. Seven Ventures albums, which I, I like the Ventures, but I don't yeah, know. I mean, every, it, it's you know few and far between, but yeah. every now and then you have that score. Like somebody, uh, this was like uh, I don't know, a few months back. Yeah, somebody dumped an entire like first wave hardcore collection at a Goodwill. Yeah, really. Yeah, and I mean, like government issue records, right. like. Wow. Rollins Band, first pressing records, like, just, I couldn't believe, that I was like, oh, oh my god, oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm exactly. like looking around the store like, holy shit, yeah, does anyone watch, yeah, <laughs> yeah, How, how's nobody else freaking out right now, <laughs> I had one of those at, uh, and I felt a little bad, but not really, because I don't think people should do this, but someone had obviously put these five records, like, in the back at a, uh, it was a Salvation Army, and, uh, Route 1 in Saugus years ago in the early 90s, and I found, uh, it was like the first Murphy's Law album, and the oh, nice. first Gigi uh, Allen album, like before he was like... Oh, know, shit. Uh, yeah. That Crucifix Dehumanization album, it was like five albums, oh. um, and maybe a, like a, a later pressing of Walk Among Us or something, but, and I was just like... I don't know if these are just they they put them here or if someone hid them and I'm taking them. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. No. Yeah, man. No, they're in the store. Dude, dude, that's thrift law, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. If you see something that you might even think you might want to buy, right? You fucking carry it with oh, you. Yeah. Yeah. Until do. until you've decided that you really don't want it, then yeah. you put it down because someone's scooping that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's crazy how much that whole like world has changed, though, man. Like, yeah, and it's it, gonna change too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But like, it used to be so easy to find good, yeah. cool old shit, and now it's like everything is just shit from like, you know, American Eagle from two right, years yeah. ago. You know, <laughs> I like, know, right? Yes. Um. Oh, yeah, like the future. I, I was thinking this past weekend, like, usually on a Saturday, I would go to some record store. And uh, I was like, well, I, I literally can't do that right now. And then I was thinking, like, because I'm so into this, like, being clean right now, I was like, 
I can't even imagine flipping through records right now. That would like make me like anxious. Oh God! <laughs> Touching yeah. all these, you know, even when I go to the supermarket and I'm, you know, oh dude, stuff that... up. I, you know, clean it when I get home and everything. But uh, dude, how t- how that. terrifying is it? Just buying groceries now? Yeah, no, I know it's crazy. But, like I don't even care if I sound paranoid. Like it's fucking scary. It is. No, it is. And I, you know, there's people walking around with, you know, mask. I, I, I'm careful. I don't. I'm not wearing like a mask in public. But, and most people, if you know, if I'm walking down an aisle and I see someone at the other end, I'll just, I'll wait or go around the other one, the other end. But then, some people are just walking right up to you, like you know, standing like five inches from you, and you're like, dude, dude, <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? Fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> So, and that's why I think, you know, it's going to get pretty bad here because I, I think people still are, are being yeah. idiotic and it's, it's tough to watch, but, uh, it, it, it's, it's crazy, man. Like, uh, just the, the cognitive dissonance that people have. And yeah. then th- this whole, like, nothing's going to tell me what right, I can, right, yeah. what I can. It's like, dude, yeah. this isn't about your fucking freedom, man. Yeah. It's not yeah, yeah. Exactly. like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know, like I take personal offense to it. Yeah. Not, you know, for myself. It, it's like my wife is a nurse, dude. Yeah. Like you, you're putting her in danger yeah. every time you do this shit. You're like the people who work in, in hospitals right now, like yeah. the shit that I, that I hear from some of them. Yeah. It's fucking horrifying. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And it, it, and people don't even know, and they think that it's not a big deal. Right. And it's just, I don't know. Yeah. And I, I I could complain about this all yeah. night. <laughs> no, I know. And it's one of those things too, where you can't be like, good, we'll let these people then, you know, let them get infected because, well, then they're going to infect more people, you know. So it's not like one of those things where you're like, good, let all those idiots like, you know, you keep hearing about like these huge church gatherings and this and that. But, <laughs> But they're going to go out into the world and infect other people. So you can't have that attitude. Yeah. Just, so you kind of feel hopeless. It just. Yeah, I mean, we, that, we, I'm we, just we, like, well, fuck it. I guess I'm just going to buckle in and hope we we all get through this thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, as far as, like, you know, touring for bands, how do you think that's going to change now in the future? Man, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm... I really don't know. It it's like you know, shit is getting canceled all through the summer now. Yeah. Like a lot of people are trying to reschedule shit. You know, August, September, right? And you know, I'm like, I don't even think that shit's gonna happen. Yeah, no, I know. I'm, that's what I've been thinking. I'm like, I don't. I imagine like if I was a booking agent or or in a band. I wouldn't be comfortable doing anything, even if even saying like the winter, because you know who, you don't really we really don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, th- that's kind of where I'm at with it. Is like I I don't know, you know. I've already had some some festivals, you know, get canceled, and it's like, well, we're looking at you know rescheduling, and we're just like, just fucking put us on next year. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, because yeah. I, I I'd like. Who the fuck knows what's going to happen? Yeah. As far as like rescheduling tours and stuff, it's. I mean, I understand why people are trying to bump shit into the fall. Right. 
just to have a hold on, right, right. on rooms and, and stuff. And stuff so, yeah. yeah. So then you can, you know, if you have to cancel, you can still cancel. Right. But yeah, it's, I mean, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I can't imagine this really, you know, seeing any kind of closure until there's a vaccine. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, that's, I, that sounds fucking terrible, but yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, and you know, what do you think? A lot of, uh, especially now with the, you know, the economy is going to get really bad, and you know, the job market is going to get is is probably going to get pretty crazy. Do you think a lot of, uh, you know, musicians are going to have to, you know, people that depended on this, are going to now have to sort of go into the, not the <laughs> not the public sector, but you know what I mean, like get yeah. a real job or you know and um well you know, i'm sure could... lots of grocery stores are going to need people <laughs> yeah so yeah i mean that's <laughs> who knows maybe you'll see me at trader joe's <laughs> yeah um and then as far as you know being creative yourself are you uh do you are you finding time to you know you're talking about playing guitar do you, do you writing stuff too yeah, I, yeah, I actually right before you called or as you called me, I was like working on some uh, on some stuff for Converge. Oh, nice. We're supposed to be recording some stuff right now, and yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't even know how that's going to work, you know? Yeah, because I'm I don't want to go in the fucking studio. Right. right. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm not trying to go there. Yeah. Um, I'm sure if Kurt hears this, he'll be like, "What the fuck?" But <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's it's just a there's so many factors yeah. right now that just make it yeah. scary, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, you know, our drummer lives in LA. Right. It's like, it's not like he can just fly out here now. Right. So, yeah, it's, I, I, I think everything is just going to grind to a halt for yeah. a lot of people, yeah. you know? So yeah. I guess the, uh, the, the bedroom black me- one man black metal project <laughs> are really going to, those are going to start kicking. Yeah, they're gonna shine. Those in like the fake Elliot Smith record. Yeah, yeah. You got you guys must write like that anyway. Where where Ben is in uh, California, I imagine a lot of uh, the writing is done like that anyway, sort of separate. A little bit. I yeah. mean, there's you know like some rough ideas thrown around that way, but ultimately we all want to you know be in the room together because that's you know. That that's when you really know if something's gonna work. Yeah, yeah. So like you know we might float ideas that way, but usually we'll get in in a room and start playing. Yeah. This idea that we all you know fucked around with. Right. And we're like, oh man, we need to just, we need to change this. This <laughs> now that I'm actually hearing this, I'm like, right. nope, not into this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you guys, a lot of times, I, I like this about you guys. Uh, on social media, you'll sometimes before a tour ask, like, you know, what song would you like us to play that we haven't played in years and, and usually answer the uh, fans. Do, does, does that ever happen where then you have to relearn a song that you, you're like, I have no idea how to play this song at this oh, point? Dude, constantly. <laughs> yeah. We have, we have so many songs and so many different tunings right. and shit. Like, I, I sometimes, there's shit that, like, We'll, you know, we'll rehearse and people, the other dudes just jump in. And I'm like, dude, I literally don't, I don't even remember even writing that song. <laughs> right. <laughs> Some of those early ones have like 800 parts in them too. Oh, God. 
<laughs> fucking riff soup, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's like Injustice for All type stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, like, sometimes it's, sometimes they just come back right away, and other yeah. times it's yeah. like, oh, man, this one really, why did we do this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. How about uh, TV and movies? You've been doing any stuff while you're, uh, while you're, you've been home? I mean, yeah, of course. You know, what else are you going to do? Just <laughs> trying to find shit to binge watch. Yeah. Um, like, what What have I watched recently? We just finished watching On My Block. Oh, yeah, I've heard good things about that. I really like it, man. Yeah. It's it's like, you know, it's not going to it's not gonna change your life or anything, but um, it's pretty cool. It's like this sort of dramatic kind of sitcom thing. I don't know. It's a, it's like a teen teen drama that's also kind of funny. Yeah. But it's set in like um, it, it it there's no white kids. Right. It's it's like Latino and and black kids, and they're dealing with like family members being in gangs, and you know, just shit that like white America doesn't grasp. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. it's just refreshing to see a show that doesn't portray that stuff as like, Oh, look at these poor kids living right. in this terrible place. It's yeah, just yeah. like they're living their lives and it's funny, yeah. but they're still dealing with terrible shit right. sometimes. Yeah. And it's, it's like, yeah, I, I thought that was a really interesting take and nice. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Have you watched that tiger King? <laughs> Not yet. Everyone's yeah. talking about yeah. it. I watched a little and I, I was, eh, I was, uh, it was all right. That's my problem, man. Whenever somebody, whenever I start seeing that, I'm like, "Fuck that! I'm not watching." That. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I hate being that guy because I fucking hate that guy that's, that does that, and I and I find myself doing that. But then I was watching it, and it was like, I just I can't I can't have sympathy for any of the people in that. Which I don't have to have that in every TV show, but I just it was uh, I almost feel like I don't know, like putting these type of people in like a fishbowl is, I don't know, it's just not my, my thing really. I'd rather just yeah. watch something. It's, a, it's a documentary, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't know. But yeah. I that's my problem with a lot of TV, yeah. like especially true crime stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or like even like drama shit, like, you know, like Breaking Bad right. or, or Ozark and all that shit. Like, yeah people are like it's amazing have you watched it and i'm like I, I, man i just after after a little while i just stopped caring because yeah, these yeah. people are fucking idiots <laughs> exactly <laughs> like, they yeah. get yeah, yeah they deserve everything they get yeah. fuck them goodbye yeah walter white <laughs> he's a piece of shit <laughs> yeah so i like i'm just like that it's not compelling to me it's yeah. just like yeah of course he's a fucking dipshit drug dealer <laughs> so yeah yeah cool it, like, it, the the story in the beginning was like, oh, this is compelling to me. I see why he's doing this. Right. And then after yeah. a while, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. There's this other thing that happened. And right. it's like, right. after a while, like, it's it's not even shocking yeah. or interesting anymore. It's just boring. Yeah. Yeah, they don't, there's no real backstory. It's just kind of, and that kind of goes back to talking about, like, uh, musicians uh, learning about their backstory. Because it's one of the, uh, or like, you know, their process behind uh making their music and that kind of thing which you can find a lot of those now on uh, like the Amazon streaming has all those uh, behind the oh, album yeah. series yeah there's some, there's some good ones on there I, I need to dig in on like Amazon is 
like there's so much on there. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of bad shit yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah. There's a ton and, of bad stuff. Yeah, and like the I feel like the interface, at least on my at least on my TV, yeah, it's like not very user friendly. Yeah. And so I just start looking, and I'm like, I don't fucking want. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I know. Yeah. So. My girlfriend. I'm just gonna watch The Mandalorian again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Or I end up just putting YouTube on and watching videos or whatever. Oh yeah, I do that all the time. I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm gonna watch, you know, this Linda Ronstadt yeah. concert from yeah, 1975. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, same here. Yeah, like there's a Michael Shanker group thing from 1980. Yeah, I that's that's what I you know that's what I really enjoy yeah, yeah. Shit that I, I loved that zz top documentary yeah that was really good yeah yeah i watched that um yeah good stuff there you go tv man yeah <laughs> i know right uh well, right thanks. now i'm reading uh sam mcfeeder's oh new i just book. started reading that yeah it's fucking it's, it's great yeah it's so good it's like yeah. the best punk book that, yeah. I, that i've read yeah it's i was i was actually i was gonna post something about that on facebook because it's like not the typical, just like nostalgic. It's like the total opposite of that, and, yeah. and it's got it, this cool bitterness to it's. It's great. Yeah, and it's it, it's hilarious. It's super self-deprecating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I just love that. I, I love instead of trying to be a historian that's telling you how it was, right? With with whatever specific thing he's talking about, yeah. It's more just how it related to you know, a specific time in his life and yeah. what was happening in his life yeah. and how, and that was why he related to it in a certain yeah. way. Yeah. You know, and I was like, this is so much more interesting and yeah, refreshing yeah. Yeah, yeah. than right. like, you know, like American hardcore or something like that, where you're just like, Oh God, quit fucking acting like you're a fucking yeah. professor hardcore man. <laughs> I don't care. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. For the listener, the name of the, the book is uh, mutations and it's uh it's like a bunch of essays, and it's 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 really cool. Though the yeah. story about him, uh, him and his friends robbing the uh, <laughs> the seven inches from the records. Oh, from Bleaker Bob. <laughs> <Bleaker Bob's. laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, it, 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 I feel like the uh, like the liner, not the liner notes, but oh, like those the, footnotes. The footnotes so are almost many. better than, yeah, than, than yeah, the, yeah. the book. Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing. There's there's just crazy footnotes. On a page, there might be like ten of them, you know. Yeah, and it's great. It's like you're reading this story, that's like, you know, the essay in itself is already like a really great, engaging story. Yeah. And then there's footnote, and you're like, oh, what's the footnote? And then each footnote is like a whole other sub story. Yeah, yeah. It's like hilarious. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's fucking great. I, I'm really enjoying that book. Yeah. Nice. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for for doing this. Uh, we're just like under an hour here, and uh, it was oh, definitely killing. Cool, yeah. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's good to talk to somebody yeah. other than uh, I know, right? Other than a seven-year-old. Yeah, my job. Uh, I work in uh, like shipping and receiving, like a little tiny little. It's not even a warehouse. It's like a room for a phone company, and they pretty much closed down. But it's just been me there, and then. Uh, a woman that works sort of in accounting because it's like her and I there every day. And, yeah, uh, hi, same person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's cool because I get along with her. She's just 
a normal person. She would probably be horrified if she uh, <laughs> knew the type of person it was like on social media. But uh, she, uh, but like if like UPS or someone comes in, we're both like, oh hey, you know, we're like running to like see and talk to another person because I'm yeah. Like, yeah so, anyway. Hey, you! You're breathing. Yeah, talk to me. I know. Yeah, exactly. But stand over there. Don't come too far. Yeah. So. You like the bad brands? Yeah. <laughs> Good to hear from you, right. man. Stay safe yep. and healthy, and uh, yeah. The same, man. Take care. All right. Bye. Yep. Bye.